Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, world. I've got in studio Mr. Hia, not Mia, Tony Williams, the director of the Fresh of Freshwater Matters at Freshwater Chronicles. How's that? Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. All right. I've got Mr. Andrew Mack on the line. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Where are you today? Uh, I'm at home. No, oh, no, 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 no. Did you hear that, Ron? Okay. He's at home. No, 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 no. You're supposed to be on location. Well, he's, he's making donuts. Okay, he better be making donuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, of course, our dear friend, Mr. Steve Carson, the director of the Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Uh, somebody cue up Steve for me. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Please cue me up. You're queued up, just the uh, just like a pool table. You're queued up. You're ready to go. Oh, oh, but um, bump. Yeah. Shot. Okay. I just, want, I just want Tony to know that fresh water does matter. It does matter. I like that. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, just be, and since we're talking fresh water, I'm going to send a, a quick shout out before I forget to our dear friend Dave. Dave's at uh, Silverwood Lake and he's uh, waiting and listening to the show. So good morning, Dave and. Uh, welcome. Uh, I want to say welcome aboard, but we'll just go with good morning. All right. Um, before I give it to you, Tony, and, and to Andrew to get going, there's something that um, I need. My heart yearns to mention this. Okay. And uh, we're not going to do a moment of silence. I know a couple of you asked if we could do a, min- a moment of silence for our um, for the the lost, the 13 lost. Uh, military men in Afghanistan, but uh, what I am going to do is we need to remember them. I, it was really cool. I, I actually saw they identified them and they showed photos of them on on the news, and that was kind of cool. At least to uh, go one on one and see. You know what? These are hard times we live in. Okay, and things happen, and um, I don't agree with what's happening, but that's my personal opinion. But I, I can't handle the loss of life. So right. all I'm going to say is this. I will remember them, okay, because I have friends. A couple of friends lost their lives, some in Iraq, now a couple in Afghanistan, and I've got a lot of friends that are missing limbs because of that. So uh, all I'm, I say to the, to, the, to the military men and women who've come back is it was not in vain, okay, and there is a purpose for it. So 
this political garbage is just simply that political garbage i don't uh, subscribe to that but i do subscribe to their valor to their courage and their service to this country okay so um on behalf of all of us at angler cry i know ron feels the same way and, and tony and 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 steve and andrew we all do ben as well is that you know we we honor their service we honor their sacrifice and uh, we thank them and I, I will say this i remember and i will always remember especially with 9-11 looming over us i can't believe it's been 20 years already but um hang in there guys we love you and uh, hopefully the, the rest of the exit is um, without a loss of life, okay? And I know that's, yeah, that actually hits you, Tony. I mean, your brother served in the Marines. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, you, you've, you know the pain. The pain yeah, well, for, for all the families out there, we just want to bring, bring our men and women home, uh, you know, get people back. And, yeah, we have had a, I think everybody knows somebody that's uh, served in one point or another, so... Like you said, just honor their service and sacrifice and remember and keep them in your thoughts and uh, get them home. All right. I'm looking at Ron. Ron got mad. Are you, did you cool down yet? You're really upset about this whole thing. So, I mean, you want to say something? Nope. <laughs> okay. That's how strongly we feel about this. And uh, we're trying to express ourselves the best we can. Um, I just want to remain on the air. That's all. What does that mean? Because I'll say stuff that. Oh yeah, no, that, we don't, definitely don't want to do that. Definitely don't want to do that. And I've heard some of the stuff. That's why I said it. I was looking at Ron. I could see him getting angry. I go, no, 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 let's not do that. But anyway, yeah. um, I do want to say that and, and let everybody know that we honor them and we say thank you. Okay. Now let us begin our show. Uh, heading over to Tony, the director of the uh, what do we call it? director of Fishwater Matters. Fishwater Matters. Yeah. yeah. So now your supervisor is Ron. So Ron will come up with the actual title. So okay. Ron, I leave that on your court here. <laughs> You're going to come with. This. But again, remember we're on radio, so you got to pick, pick a title that you can say on radio. Right. So right now it's I've got a, a couple director, uh-huh. but it's not up to you, Mia. right? Right. So Mia, Hia, we get to do all that, like but that. you don't. So now what you can do, however, Tony, is pick a title for Andrew Mack. Okay, so now Andrew knows the that's whole thing about the totem pole. He, he knows the position of the totem pole, but that's up to you. So uh, let me enough. hand it over, and uh, why don't you guys get going and, and tell us something about the, the, the Sweetwater. What's the Sweetwater? Go ahead, Ron. Well, it's director of Getting Donuts. and Well, that would be Matt. That would that's Andrew. what I meant. Yeah. Oh, but you, he's not a director, dude. Again, well, totem pole sits on the ground. He's six feet under. It's, uh, no. The DGD. No, like no director. director of Getting Donuts. No. Okay, <laughs> let, let's start. Let's start. we got people listening. Let's go. Like for, yeah, that's, cr- let's that's go. crazy. Let's talk about some fishing. Yeah, quick public, public service announcement uh, in the uh, Rancho Cucamonga Sand, you know, uh, Mountain Lakes area, the Lido Creek area. It's been uh, oh, uh, yeah, it's a couple of wildfires. It's been in uh, fire departments been containing that. So just stay. But I heard there was mandatory evacuations. Mandatory evacuations and all throughout the Lido Creek area. And uh, so hopefully, uh, you know, we'll start to see some progress on that. There uh, right now, it's contained about uh, about ten percent, and about a thousand acres have burned down. So hopefully, this weekend we'll give them some relief, and we'll get that we'll get back to fishing at Mountain Lakes because they actually just stocked the day before uh, the day before they were uh, evacuated. So well, fishing should be pretty good in a couple of days. But um, yeah, talking about uh, the local city, Lake Elsinore, of course. May I stop you? No. 
<laughs> but we will, because you may be a director, but uh, Ron and I are executive directors, so we can be. But and this actually will go to Steve as well. With this fire, does the fire affect the fish, Steve Carson? Order. Absolutely. Well, yes. Yeah. The short version is yes. It's going to be a little different in every body of water because it's going to affect the, the sunlight. Just that, just the change in the sunlight penetration is going to change the fishing. Um, in some places, it might affect the water quality. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. And, of course, more than anything, it's going to affect the anglers. And so that will, in the long run, affect your results. Okay. All right. I just wanted to confirm. Okay, go ahead, Tony. Tony. Yeah, so <laughs> it is true, though. I, you know, and one thing about the the uh, the smoke in the sky is it definitely makes for uh, for um, some better sunsets and sun. You know, I mean, just the way it works out. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, last night was pretty smoky. We we were driving back into, uh, and you know, you could see the um, all all of the fire set just kind of settling in there. So. Hopefully it'll go away here pretty soon, but it's been pretty nice in Lake Elsinore so far. We've been, uh, you know, they continue to stock throughout the the last couple of years. The fishing has been absolutely phenomenal. I'm trying to get on the float tube at least once or twice a week out there. I see Jonathan; he's out there all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a great you know opportunity. I mean, the fishing is just off the hook right now. The bass are just, you know, you can put a night crawler on the on the hook if you got nothing else and just go out there and catch some bass all day long. I mean, we're we're catching you know a couple an hour. And then the catfish, you know, it's a little bit later in the uh, afternoon for the uh, catfish bite, but they're continuing to bite on, you know, the, the mackerel. Uh, the mac baits are on fire right now. And then you've got, you know, regular night crawlers and shrimp. So people are going out there catching their, catching some pretty good fish. I see a lot of catch and release fishermen. Talk to a lot of the guys on the shore. And uh, there's a couple of really good shore fishing, you know, from that, from that lake. But if you can get on boat, get on a float tube, it's one of the only lakes that we can still float tube and get out on a kayak and boat here so fishing's been pretty good and then uh oh yeah special uh, hello to uh janelle skinner it was her birthday this weekend oh how cool so uh happy birthday happy birthday <clears throat> and uh yeah just trying to get out more uh, this week we're planning we, we were planning to go to uh, mountain lakes and do some camping so maybe maybe in the next week or so as things start to progress and uh, we'll get back out there but uh heavy stocking lake the heaviest stocking lake right now is Santa Ana River Lakes. They're continuing to stock the catfish and some giants in there along with tilapia. So it's it's all around, you know, Orange County, Riverside. Happen. It's it's really a really good time to get out. And, of course, we've got some co- a couple of big fishing events that we'll talk about. Yeah, in, and, and in, what's Andrew Mackerel report? Andrew Mack, what's going on with you? Hey, Mackerel. Mackerel. Yep, yep. Okay, so first of all, Mountain Lake, uh, it is shut down. Uh, they canceled all the reservations, cl- closed this weekend. Um, they were able to de- deter the fire. They sprayed it with that pink, uh, with that pink powder up there. So it's actually not improving, or actually not getting closer. But uh, hopefully the wind stays down um, and all that. Uh, there was no stock this week. Uh, they canceled the stock. Um, I was actually talking to uh, who was it? One of the people there at the office yesterday about if they were going to do a double stock next week, and mm-hmm. they said they weren't sure. So uh, definitely no stock going in. Um, again, what you're saying about the fire is uh, they are getting ash and everything up there um, from the fire, so it might affect the fishing for the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. Um, and you're right, Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, definitely stocking super heavy. This week, again, they threw in another load of tilapia uh, mixed in with the, uh, with the catfish there. 
Um, now, from there, uh, there's still options to fish in uh, the uh, Inland Empire. Uh, the Cucamonga Guasti, Mojave Narrows, Glen Helen, Parado, and Ukaipa, uh, they're continuing stocking every week on Thursday, um, and they still have their 31-day derby going. Uh, this is actually going to be the last weekend for it. Um, <clears throat> it goes all the way to the end of August, and then, uh, you know, biggest fish, uh, between the you know, three lakes that are in it, uh, I think they're about twelve hundred dollars for first place, and then uh, they have other prizes uh, from there. Um, but all in all, the the trout fishing is also doing very very well at Big Bear Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys have been you know, seeing different people posting, <laughs> number one way on catching them is definitely trolling uh, with uh, two to three colors of lead core uh, midday. Typically in the morning, early morning, the fish are a little bit closer to shore. So some of the guys that are using, you know, slip bobbers with maybe like a like a 10-foot set on there, um, they're getting them off the shore. And then as the sun comes up and warms up a little bit, uh, then it definitely turns to a boat bite. And then, uh, you know, as the fish, you know, move deeper, and they're getting them from there. Uh, also, uh, Lake Gregory has their tournament, or I'd say their derby, uh, happening on September 4th. Uh, that's this next weekend. Um, cost of 20 bucks on Friday they're stocking uh, 2,000 pounds of trout so that's going to be the first uh, trout stock here in Southern California in a while um, so that's uh, there's some plenty of options and like you guys are saying the bass the bass fishing has been steady at a lot of different lakes yeah now I want you to hold on to there because we got to take a short break but uh, you're absolutely right you know people forget that bass this is a good time this is the last Last part of them. All right, listen, we're going to take a, a, a quick uh, break here. When we come back, we'll actually talk to Jonathan Oliver Skinner from Lake Elsinore. So we'll circle back and uh, we will see what he has to say. All right, you're on Angels Radio, <coughs> AM 830 KLAA. The Zangler Chronicles will be right back. But we sure had a good time when we started way back when. Morning walks in bedroom. Angels Radio. AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. 
I just love that song. <laughs> All right, you got to have yourself a little bit of Marvin Gaye. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. When we come back, I promised, I promised we'd go to Jonathan Oliver Skinner, the head of the, of, um, I always forget, the director of community <laughs> services. Right, Jonathan? Yes, sir. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, good. How are you? I'm great. You know where I'm going. I'm going out to, to Lake Elsinore. Um, I love listening to you guys in the morning. You guys are um, definitely a, a, a real kicker to get up in the morning. Um, <laughs> we jumpstart you. Um, yes, you do. I had like 14 cups of coffee already. And then uh, Cliff Friends uh, uh, coffee maker. And, uh, you know, things are things are really good out there in Lake Elsinore. Um you know, you guys talked about the fishing and really appreciate that. We are doing stocking, like, like, like Tony says. We're looking at uh, mapping out for the for the rest of the year, getting us to the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby next year. So we're already thinking about that and the kids, uh, kids Fishing Derby as well. Um, I was out yesterday, uh, yesterday morning before work, as you guys know, and I ran into uh, Bobcat Fish McGee. Um, he's sitting on those uh, the wipers. But uh, after I left, uh, and it was documented because it was on uh, on, on film. Uh, William got a picture of him. got a nice, probably about a 22-inch, uh, four-pound catfish. Yeah. Um, so they, as it says, we are growing, and, and uh, it looks like one of those that we, we may have stocked a, a while ago. So things are really good there. But, you know, Sergio, you always ask me about, you know, different kind of things going in Lake Elsinore. And we're really excited. We have this uh, great new uh, management analyst kind of PIO guy named uh, Giovanni Huerta, and he's uh, actually a, a television star in Telemundo and Univision and kind of known. So one of the things we want to do is, is um, you know, get our, our the largest part of our, our not the largest part, but 52% of our population is, is Hispanic, and we haven't done a lot of things uh, for the Hispanic community. And now, with, uh, with uh, Giovanni's help, we're actually doing a, a big mariachi festival in October, October 16th. And he's, uh, with his connections and everything, he's got some pretty big name uh, mariachi bands that are going to be coming. And it's one of those things that we've been uh, wanting to do. And thanks to Giovanni, um, this is the first of, of many uh, cultural concerts we're going to be doing there in, in Lake Elsinore. Very cool. I'll tell you what. Um... Ron doesn't let me do it, but he's actually witnessed me as the lead singer of the Mariachis uh, when we every time we go to Mexico, and he goes, "You got to keep that low." He goes, "I don't want anybody to, to you know." Next thing you know, I'll be on America's Got uh, Less Talent. talent. <laughs> no, that show is America Does Not Have Talent. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> no, no. Listen, and, and the reason I say, you know, there's always something else to do. Uh, Tony's actually moved permanently to. Uh, to Lake Elsinore, he finally got off uh, the underneath the five freeway over underpass, mm -hmm. and uh, no, change. but I mean, you made a big change, and you, you, now it's been what you're going on three years, maybe y now. Yeah, and he's very happy, you know, and, and that's the key. And every time we go into the the city with Rhonda, and we love it because we have you guys, we have friends over there, and we go visit, 
and it, it, it's more than just the fishing sometimes, you know? And so you go there for the fishing, you go there for the, the, the city experience, and the city experience, it, it, it's major now. It, it's That's not awesome. a little thing. Now, I see you guys have a new project to uh, rejuvenate downtown Main Street. I saw that. You're making things look... Oh, yeah. Make things may look, you know, making things look prettier, and and you know what? Little by little, um, I remember back in the day when Ronnie and I just drove by the 15th. He goes, "Oh, we got to call these guys and see what's going on." Where it was there then, and I'm I'm probably we're probably going on closer to 20 years, to where it is now, it's unrecognizable, and I know a lot of friends, I know a lot of friends have come back to the lake, you know, they, they unfortunately got some bad press years and maybe over a decade ago and the new council the new government quote city government has been amazing and these guys come back you know for like the dream extreme or they come and they see and they go wow so it's not the lake elsinore of old okay this is a brand new you know a lot of the stuff is state-of-the-art and um it's a growing city in a way it's like if you make it too popular and we get too big but uh, <laughs> I, no, because I love it. I love it's it, it's 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 got a nice hometown, very small hometown feeling. It's it, quaint, you know? but not in but in a good sense. You know what I'm right. saying? And, right. and and yet it has a lot of life. There's a lot of activities that happen there. Amazing restaurants. You got a casino for heaven's sakes. Okay, so if you want to go do some stuff, then you're you're bowling alley. I mean that pins pin what's um pins and pockets pins and pockets pins and pockets. Um, it, it's an entire center. You know, the kids can go arcade. You got uh, state-of-the-art uh, alleys. You got a couple of good places to eat in there. I mean, there's just a lot of things to do, and and that's where the change is. It's a it's a full service hey, community. Joe, yeah. Remember, you can always jump out of a perfectly good airplane too. And once again, um, the reason my family has. Uh, has survived all these years is because we didn't jump out of a perfectly. That would be fun. Plane. The four or five of us, yeah, you well, know, just getting on a plane and you know, jumping I out. I don't and... share this story because people want me to do it again. But when I was in the service, I, right. I was 18. So that was maybe 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, when I was in the service, we had to make jumps. So I actually have, I, I want to say it was like 10, 10 or 11 jumps. But out yeah. of a moving plane or one of those uh, just, plane, uh, plane, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but, you know, but all you all you really had to do is jump. Okay, sure. the parachute was done for you in the whole bit, but you were overloaded with uh, backpacks, guns, and the whole bit. So it's kind of cool and not cool. I remember the first time I think I kept my eyes closed almost the way to the bottom because I uh, yeah. not good. I don't like I don't like roller coasters. That gives you an idea. <laughs> Okay, but no, uh, so, uh, it, you know, if you find the need to um, jump out of a perfectly good plane, you know, more power to you. Just remember Uncle Serge and your, uh, and your life will. insurance. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan got a great video, man. I got a hand. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty epic. That, that was a blast, and I got to go with my daughter, and so it was really good. So I'll be jumping out again. And also, you know, we... Um, talking about things to do is uh, our, our Lake Elsinore storm. You know, we're still in season right now. The season will end in, in mid-September. So it's a really good chance to come out to a game. Uh, they do a lot of different things, have a lot of different nights. They actually have a pet night. You can actually bring your, your, your furry friend with you. Um, you mentioned a lot of things downtown. You're right. Uh, a lot of um, working with our engineering department, our, our uh, community development department, 
doing a lot of road uh, improvements and light improvements. If you go down at night, it, it's the uh, public works department has changed the lights down there. So it's, it's like Tony said, it's, it's a small town feel, but it's getting a lot of action. We actually have a coffee shop downtown now. So uh, we're, we're pretty excited about there called Bloom. So I, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're really happy. We, we want to thank uh, Angler Chronicles for our partnership. We, uh, you know, from time to time, I'll be calling in and let you know about the various things that are going on. Uh, fishing is always great. Like I said, I'm on my way there right now. And uh, just want to thank Angler Chronicles. Tony, thanks for moving to the city. They're a lot closer when I have to get them, so I just call. And <laughs> he's down the street from, uh, from Launch Point, and you know, Launch Point is doing great. So, you guys, thanks a lot. Well, we appreciate you and appreciate the city. So, <clears throat> we love it. And um, it's great. The only thing I'm going to ask you, you know, I just thought about this. Mm-hmm. Why uh, make available to me, um, Jonathan, your video from jumping out of the plane? I might use it for the film. I might include it. Okay, that would kind of cool. I, you got it. I can do that. I Excellent. can jump it over to you. Get it? Jumping out of the plane. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be on the bottom waiting for you. <laughs> but next time you decide to jump, let me know, and I'll have a camera below i'll send john up with you and we'll, we'll see you jumping you'll film the during and ron will have a net down here to catch it with okay well steve says you got to have a net big enough to put yourself in the right steve that's oh. the, the standard way to measure just put it over your body and if it goes all the way down to your knees it's perfect actually okay. i'll be jumping oh you're gonna be jumping too yeah. nice. okay again Life uh, insurance with me and Tony. B. Are you going to jump? You're not going to jump, John. I've been thinking age, about it. If, my if age, Ron it does it, I'm in. Okay, cool. my age, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so there's a possibility that I'll be doing a lot of these shows by myself. <laughs> no, it's all good. Jonathan, go, go, my friend. Thank you for calling in. And um, Lake Elsinore is a definitely, definitely a destination. The city of Dream Extreme, the sports capital of the world hey jonathan give me a call later today what you guys gonna jump you're gonna jump 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 (laughs) hopefully we're gonna jump on on one of those salty boats i've been looking at all the the videos and pictures and and on my auntie and my wife said jonathan you got to get on a boat and and bring back the tuna because uncle sergio is is, uh, killing it well you know I, i i've told you many times you just say the word you come out Okay, that's all I need. Okay, just give us a call. Come on out. Hey, okay. hey Sergio. Yes, sir. Word. Let's do it. See, I said the word. He did. Okay, done. Just put a date and let's go. Okay, love to have you, brother. Love to have you. All right. All right. You guys take care. Thank you, my friend. All right. Uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner from Lake Elsinore, California. He's director of... Of um, community services. Community services. Yeah. I can't, I can't. Well, you know, it's really cool about Elsinore is everybody in that council member, any party that has anything to do with the government making decision, they all fish, support the city, they all do what they they, they set up for everything. So it's, it's such an interactive city. It's amazing. One day we're going to go through all the extreme sports that we have out there. I mean, there's so much to do out there, but we'll make a list. I bet there's I bet there's 20 extreme sports that I that we're probably that we never mention. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Agreed. Okay. But uh, I'd just rather have a rod in my hand. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Andrew Mackerel, give me some more love. Yep. 
Anything else All happen? Right, so we're going to go right back to Big Bear, uh, where we left off. Um, something you don't hear too often actually happened up there. A lady by the name of Robin, uh, she caught an 11.6-pound channel catfish. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, you, there's catfish in there. You just don't hear them too often. And what's crazy is this lady, I mean, she knows how to catch them because she actually has the current uh, blue catfish uh, lake record at 26 pounds, uh, 0.65 ounces. All right, hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. I've got to take another break. We'll come back. We'll finish up with that because I really want to hear about uh, the rest of your freshwater report before we pour some salt on it. Okay, so folks, your Angels Radio, AM830 KLA, the Zangler Chronicles. We'll be right back. It's all right. Radio. AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. That was, uh, tell them who that was, Ron. Tell them who that was. Wouldn't that be uh, Eric Clapton? Yes, sir. Knocking on heaven's door. And um, let me go to Steve. You remember the one we went out with, Steve? One of your, your uh, favorites. I do remember the one we went out with, and you'll notice that uh, uh, I put a little thing up on Friends of Angler Chronicles mm-hmm. showing the Beatles. 
going fishing. Very cool. And for you youngins, it doesn't mean the insects, okay? <laughs> Wasn't Jim Croce a big fisherman? What's that? Wasn't Jim Croce a big fisherman? Uh, I don't know. No, Jim Croce was not a big fisherman, oh. but Eric Clapton is probably the most serious, hardcore angler of all celebrities. Wow. I mean, this guy is just like... Even Henry Winkler? People don't realize about Henry Winkler, a big, huge, avid fly fisherman. He, he actually even wrote a book. On fishing. Henry Winkler did. Okay. Very good. Very, very good. Hey, Steve, I had a question. Um, maybe you know. Um, Andrew had mentioned it earlier that they had sprayed and dropped the uh, fire retardant. Uh, isn't that stuff poisonous? You know, I don't know. I don't. I, it, it can't be good. Uh, mm. I don't know, you know, what kind of long-term uh, effects it's going to have or if it has a half-life in the wild, so to speak. And after after a month or so, it, it's neutralized. I don't actually know. Well, but you can deduce the following: well, what what is that pink? It, it's an it's a retardant, but what it does it takes the oxygen off. Right. Okay. So I'm just wondering. So if it removes the, the oxygen runoff. in the water, it yeah. doesn't let it breathe. That that definitely is an issue. And I really enjoyed your article about the La Nina. I, I hope that does come to fruition. That, if you guys haven't uh, noticed it, go to Friends of Angler Chronicles. Steve posted up a really good. Um, the, the, the one thing that I always caution people on those those kind of things, whether it's El Nino, La Nina, or any other, uh, uh, you know, uh, pre-prediction of what winter is going to be like or what rainfall is going to be like, they almost never get it right ahead of time. They can tell you in the past, oh, last winter we had an El Nino or mm -hmm. we had a La Nina. Right. But ahead of time, uh, their accuracy is not especially good. Right. So where, where, where it's good in skeptical. where it's good in some things, I don't like La Nina because the water temperatures here locally will drop tremendously. You, you can say goodbye to all the bluefin, all the yellowtail. I remember two two years of La Nina where if you could scratch out a bass, you were lucky. It brought in a lot of the Humboldt squid, ate everything else. So they were very, very, very tough Southern California ocean uh, fishing. Um, and it's very dry, too. La Nina, for us down in Southern California, is a dry spell, which if we get any drier, that's not good. The northern part gets more. But my understanding is the actual uh, polar thing rises, goes higher. So um, all the wetness is up north, and uh, we get even drier. So um, I kind of like what's happening, though, Ron. I mean, we got bluefin oh, no, everywhere I'm, you I'm look. I'm not against that. Trust me. You know me. It's yeah. almost like the bluefin ate all the bonita because they're, they're, they're where the bonita are. <laughs> you, you know, Sergio, it's funny how many uh, people you'll see online lamenting the, the loss of albacore. Where are the albacore? First of all, if you want albacore, they're biting like crazy mm -hmm. in Westport, Washington. But how Eastport, big are Oregon. they? Well, they're the same size albacore always are. Small. We just forgot <laughs> that albacore are usually around 12 to 20 pounds, and anything over 25 is a good size one. Anything over 35 is a giant. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we kind of forgot, and, you know, we sort of tend to maybe not our blessings and go well we don't have albacore but we do have lots and lots of huge bluefin tuna and they bite longer albacore even you know in the years 
when they were abundant. And yes, you can catch them in any month. Certainly, there's been you know little snaps of albacore in any month over the historic past. But the truth is, they're more or less Fourth of July through Labor Day. That's that's really when albacore season always was in Southern California. Pretty short period of time. And of course, the bluefin. Even if you don't count the fact that they really never leave. Uh, you know, they started right up in April, and they usually go through December. And they're bigger. Uh, you, you can't say that they're as indiscriminate feeders as, as the albacore are, but on average they're at least twice as big, if not if not more so, when you're into the bigger ones. So, okay. Well, let me, let me, let me stop you there. Yeah, let me stop you there because I, I really want to get into some uh, saltwater talk, and that's part of it. So let, uh, what I want to do is wrap up the freshwater, okay? Um, one of the things that's happening, and Ron was in a very important meeting yesterday morning. Um, Ron, you want to talk about uh, the Mile Square Park? Right. Uh, so, guys, the uh, Derby, Mile Square Derby, Fishing Derby is on. Uh, there will be uh, the, the the age groups that they had again, uh, so on, and there will be 1,500 pounds of uh, catfish put in the lake, and it will also be uh, cordoned off for all night, so there won't be any taking of the fish. So, right. just like our normal, even even that last year when it rained tremendously, there was a lot of fish caught. Uh, it's a great little tournament. It's a great way to uh, introduce a bunch of people fishing. Now, just like well, the past but by, years. By any chance, do you happen to know what the, the, the square footage of uh, that little No, place? I do not. It's a, guys, it's not really a lake. It's a pond. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a swimming pool. Exactly. 1,500 well, pounds of fish in there. a lot. Yeah. Is That's a lot of fish. Massive amount of fish. And they will also be putting in 500 pounds, you know, in the other smaller pond that's over there as well. So there will be some really nice catfish in both ponds. Um, but just like the years past, you have to have a fishing license if you're over 16. 16. Now, keep in mind, um, we have personal experience. One of our friends, yeah. <laughs> actually a supporter of ours, a sponsor, you know, brought a whole bunch of stuff out there, took his kid out there, but he was actually holding the rod and reel. Right. And... Yeah. You, guys, please remember that the Department of Fish and Wildlife are helping put yeah, this, this on. A, this they is will a be there. DFW uh-huh. uh, uh, patrolled lake, so uh, or pond, whatever you want to call it. But if you hold that rod for your child, you better have a fishing license, right? Even if you're just casting. Mm-hmm. And and what and what we're trying to promote is this. Um, no, you you the, we, we've let them cast it, but right. primarily this is a kids' event. Uh, we want the parents taking a step back and we're going to have a lot of volunteers uh, helping with nets and stuff like that so you'll have a lot of help and this is the ideal uh, kids introduction to fishing derby um, in addition to that for a lot of the parents who are not fishermen but want to get their kids in the outdoors and see what we do and why we love it this is great so I would recommend anybody listening if you've got a kid out there under 16, uh, a family that you know. This is a family event. We right. get about, what, 700, uh, 800 Well, they're, kids. they're expecting, they, they, actually, they don't know what to expect. They are planning right. on 1,000 wow. kids. So kids. With the parents, you're looking the at parents. three or 4,000 so, people. Yeah. But they would be happy if they got 600 because they have no, they've never held one in October before. Right. Uh, and then again, too, um, 
There will be a, a tackle available. The, the Department of Fish and Wildlife always has their tent over there, and there is tackle available for the people that do not have any rods and reels. And, and what else are they And providing? then we also have our uh, very, very own Mr. Tony Williams, the director of Freshwater Matters. <laughs> um, he will also make sure that we have bait for everybody. And there will also be two bait stations this year. There will be one on each side of the lake. Yeah, and I think it will be a great And as well as the sound system they did not, uh, you know, couldn't hear on the other side of the lake. There will actually be the, will be mic'd up for that side as well. So there will be no... Everything was going to be great. It's the, you know after the you know few years. This is the actual the twentieth annual event. Wow, twentieth. And then all yeah. the kids that come out and register, they get a hot dog. They'll get something to drink as well. Right. That's part of the deal. So that's kind of cool. So um, it's a great event, guys. Uh, I know we have a lot of regular grandpas that bring a lot of the kids, and every year, you know, at least until they're sixteen. So and they then, get some yeah. time. and then we we're going to need just like we always do, and we thank you know all our groups out there: Harbor Rod and Reel, uh, KC Anglers, uh, Southern Cal, and of course Team Fifty Seven. We will need vol- uh, volunteers to help, and also please bring some nets if you have them. If you're going to volunteer, uh, check with Tony. Give Tony a call. Uh, I'll go over everything with him. Um, it's pretty, it, you know, after all these years, they've, it's such an easy event. And they will be given three, uh, four trophies out. There will be, well, actually five. There will be the biggest, the smallest, and then the age group. Okay, the date is October 16, 2021. Right. October 16th. Registration starts at 7.30 in the morning till 8.30. The event starts at 9 a.m. until, until noon. noon. All That's, right. Yeah. Let, let me, uh, forgive me for interrupting here, but I've got to go to Captain Rick. Let me queue uh, up. <coughs> Captain Rick, I imagine this is Captain Rick Scott from the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, Terror of the Sea, I, I, I saw you um, with that awesome rod of yours. I'm glad we were able to, to help you out. Uh, I can't believe you went with that length. Okay, maybe was it a foot and a half, two foot? Yeah, yeah. How, how how much did that weigh? Thank you guys for uh, for bringing those those rods. Are they fun or what, dude? Awesome, awesome setups. Yeah, we're gonna order a bunch of those and put them on the boat so that everybody can have one. And- so we're going to fish with from now on. Yeah, um, <laughs> so that everybody understand, there's a joke. Um, Ron and I, we brought, what, three little uh, it, ice it, rods? Is what are they, they are. Are they ice I, I, rods, I but they they're really cheap. Rods. They're really cheap with a little spinning yeah. outfit. We brought them on the Ocean Odyssey. We, we, I, we, I caught a rockfish. You did, too. Yeah, but we didn't get any surface fish, and now you got a Dorado. But, hey, listen, I've got to go to break. Rick, hang on with me, and, and we'll be right back. Folks, this is Angels Radio, AM830 KLIA, with Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com 
www.ericsonline.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. So I like to know where you got the notion. Like to know where Welcome back, everybody, on Angels no Radio, AM 830, KLAA. And we're talking to Captain Rick Scott. Please don't rock the boat, baby. All right. <laughs> I can't believe how appropriate that was. All right, Rick, where are you? What you doing? Give us the 411. Well, we are on a mission because the fish quit biting. So you know what that means. We're going hunting. Mm-hmm. And typically when I do that, I go far away. So okay. we're hunting far away. How's that? What do you mean they quit biting? What, um, you're, you're seeing fish, but they're not, they're not chewing. Um, yeah, but we're seeing less fish on the kelps, but the fish that we do see do not bite very good. Mm-hmm. Are you um, seeing any bodies of fish? Are you seeing any foamers or anything like that? Um, no, 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 no. I'm not, we're not fishing bluefin. Um, we've been Dorado fishing the last couple of days. Uh, this group here wanted to, to try to go catch Dorado, and I told them that it kind of died where we were. Uh, so we're gonna to have to go find them, and that's what we're gonna do. We're, like I said, we're out on a mission today. We're looking in some water that hasn't been really looked at uh, for a long time, and see if there's any new fish coming up uh, up the line here. But we're starting at about 100 miles. Wow. We're gonna go down from there. And a couple of us down here, a couple of guys uh, inside of me, and I think I'm the farthest west boat. So we'll uh, see what happens. Hopefully, we can find something new coming up the line because the fish that uh, that have been around quit uh, biting, and uh, I don't know if you've seen the numbers up there, but uh, Dorado fishing in the last day or two has just fallen off. So, and you know, there's a little bit of bluefin up there at Santa Maria Island. Uh, it has slowed down tremendously since that full moon. Mm-hmm. It's not biting like it was. You know, I was going to say the full moon. I noticed the change since the full moon. It was really big last week, um, and now it's tapering off. Also, what what kind of water temperature are you fishing uh, at right now? Um, it varies. We're, we're looking for 72, but there's a little bit of that around. Well, most of it's like 71 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, we had fish in as low as 70.8 the other day. Not great fishing, but we managed to catch some Dorado in 70.8 degree water. And, but, but I'll tell you what. We're sitting in 71.2 right now, so it, it looks good down here. Let me, let, me, let me explain the craziness. Uh a week and a half ago, I was on the center console, and um, in front of San Pedro, San Pedro, 
I found a pocket of 75 degree water. Okay, it's not supposed to be up this high. There was there was some of that. Yeah, there was some of that uh, big body of it uh, the other day down here by the butterfly, but it kind of broke down and mm -hmm. and uh, it went down to like 72, 71.9. Uh, so 72 is a magic but, number. I don't know if I'd call that the magic number. Um, we've, we've actually seen our better fishing in 71 and a half to 72. Mm -hmm. Okay, because up here, you know, I, I know if I find 72. You know, everybody, yeah. the, the other thing you got to remember is everybody's gauge is different. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, Yeah. we got 10 boats in a lined up right next to each other in the same spot. Each boat is going to read a little bit different. Um, but my, my gauge typically looks to be pretty close to what satellite imagery is uh, when I drive around. Well, I'm going to send you a message. Uh, I think uh, Ron, Ben, John, and even Rhonda, I think they will join me in saying, dude, you got two weeks to find them. <laughs> we will be on your yeah. boat on the 7th. Right, Ron? He's got two weeks to get to work. Absolutely. Yeah, get to well, work. Fishing, but fishing is a bonus. If we catch if we catch fish, that's a bonus. That's right. They... I would send a message to Mother Nature to make, to make sure that the weather is nice because it was not nice on our last trip. And it's still a little rolly today. It's going to be a little uncomfortable when we stop, but I don't see the big white caps. We were seeing white caps longer than the boat the other day. It was wow. very uncomfortable to stop the boat. So I would I would start with the weather. And if we mm -hmm. can catch fish, that'll be a bonus. Okay. Well, it's supposed to die down. In fact, uh, there is a hurricane that but was happening out there. It's going out to sea now. And there's another one actually... Prayers to all our friends that down at the Van Warmer Resorts in the East Cape. It's going to be a doozy. Um, they got a big storm, but that one's going into the Sea of Cortez. So, uh, but anyway, um, I'll tell you what. Um, if you can find the right patty, I guess it makes all the difference in the world. Uh, the yellowtail and the Dorado. I, I posted several. You finally took some pictures, or somebody took some photos. So I was able to get some of your stuff out there on social media and the quality of some of these Dorado, not the one you caught on the little rod. That was almost shameful, okay? But I guess it matches the rod. Well, what do you want for six-pound test? That's it's right. A <laughs> uh, six-pound you know, test? I, want I a put a lot of bluefin. Yeah, but listen. I put a lot of bluefin on those rods, but I just can't get them to the boat. They just they end up chewing through that, that white line. And... <laughs> That or spooling around. All those, all those reels that, they, that that were on there uh -huh. are done. They, I toasted that one on that Dorado. So okay, you I've know, got I, the backup reels. I mean, maybe what I'll, I'll do is maybe what I'll do is I'll bring. A, I do have another ice rod. It's a little bit longer, and it. Um, I actually instead of a spinning outfit, I put a little um, uh, bait caster on, and it works good. Bait it works. Caster on it. Yeah. yeah, it helps a little bit more. Uh, I've got a couple. I've got a couple at home I can put on there. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, come in. We'll have some fun. And I'll, I'll see. Maybe we can pick up a couple more, Ron, and, and have some fun with those things. Yeah. All right. Um, bottom line is you have until October 7th to locate the fish. We're going to be on a two-and-a-half day with you. Uh, Ron tells me we are full, right? Yes, and I'm not going to I'm not going to put Rick on the, you know the pressure because Rick the only thing he guarantees is you're going to have great service. No, 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 no. I'm putting the pressure on. I'm gonna go catch fish. Rhonda's gonna put the pressure on because last time she was there, she was like, you know, caught more fish than I can imagine. And you haven't, you have no idea how you. Well, you know what? 
You, you know what? Sooner or later, she's going to have to learn that it's not all about the fishing. Sometimes you go out and you don't catch a fish. I'll let you tell her. I know she's been spoiled. <laughs> I'll let you tell her that. Because... <laughs> anyway, it, it, it's all yet, I'll show, Better yet, I'll show her. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, because I'm on the boat, too. That means I'll be sleeping a lot. I don't want to do that. No. Bottom line is this. Nobody works harder than you. And, and just to know that you're going a hundred mile move, that, guys, that's dedication. That's that's determination. And that's what you got to do. You got to go long uh, and go find new fish. And I love that about you. You don't just stay the normal. Oh, well, sorry, guys. They didn't bite. Yeah, okay. They didn't bite. But you actually make you make changes. You actually go for it, and you're one of the first ones to go for it. So I appreciate that. I know what it means for everybody that goes with you. All right, listen, I, don't, I know you're on the sad phone. I don't want to keep you too, too long. Um, let's just say this. For our for our listeners who are going on the two-and-a-half day in October, I know it's two weeks away, but uh, give me one or two outfits that they should have on the boat. Um, for t- in two weeks, I would definitely bring 25 and 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably two odd hooks would be great. Um, if it looks like that bluefin's going to bite and that's something we're going to want to do, you're going to want a 40-pound outfit, probably a 60-pound outfit to go along with those others, and a heavy, heavy rod, uh, minimum 80, more like 100, 130, okay. if you want to try to catch those fish at night. So, so, so guys, five, if you're coming with... Yeah, so, so if you're coming with us um, on the two-and-a-half-day trip, October 7th, you just heard it from the man himself. You want a 20- to 30-pound outfit. You want a 40, a 60, and definitely a 100. Don't stop at 80. Let's go 100, 130 for those bigger tuna at night. And do not put that as your leader on your bait caster. It's just not going to work, right? <laughs> I've seen right. it. I've seen it happen. So, all right, my brother, you go. Where can people get information on the Ocean Odyssey? OceanOdysseyFishing.com. Uh, the schedule's up there. It's filled up for a little bit, but we have room in October. Or you can give give Dina a call at six one nine eight eight nine four five three five. She's sitting by the phone waiting for you to call after nine o'clock or so. Keyword after nine o'clock in the morning. All right, my friend, you go, find them. You got two weeks. Good in your mission. Go get them. Okay. All right, my brother, take care. You got it. Everybody have a great week. Talk to you next weekend. All right, thanks. That was Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey out of H&M Landing. All right, um, let me do this. Um, uh, where, Where were we? When Captain Rick called, I think Ron, you were talking about. We're talking about the, the Miles Square. Square Park. Okay, yep. is there anything else you want to add? Yeah, we're going to need. We're gonna, like I said, you know, I mentioned the clubs that have always helped us. We're going to need your help again as well. Uh, we also need some people to man the uh, registration, which is, starts at seven thirty till eight thirty, and it will be done a little bit different this year because uh, we had some people that actually weighed fish that didn't even register. Uh, so it'll be done just a tad differently, but uh, we do need some volunteers, and yeah. we will provide everything else. And um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a big day. We're uh, the Bite On Fishing Company is happy to present the uh, get the bait for you guys and for all the kids. To, I mean, the last event we did a couple of weeks ago at Carbon Canyon was literally off the hook. Every kid was catching, so I think this event at Miles Square is just going to be phenomenal. It has been every year. They stock great, and so we're, we're all looking forward to getting out there finally, again, getting these events back on track for the kids. 
Well, you know, and then they're going to turn around again and try to get it back on track, you know, in the middle of March. So that'll be cool. All right. Well, listen, I got to I got to make a quick, quick repair here. OK. And thank thank you, Paul, for bringing this up. I'm, I said October 7th. It's actually September 7th for right. the um, I can't believe I told him he's got until October 7th. Let me see. I have a whole month. I'm going to have to call Rick and tell him I'm changing that. <laughs> okay, so it is September 7th through the 10th. We, we leave uh, the 7th in the evening. We'll be back on the 10th in the morning. So thank you, Paul, for catching that. All right, very cool. Well, uh, yeah. one other thing is we do have another trip on the Ocean Odyssey in October, and we have three spots available. Okay, so, there's three And that spots will be the 27th of October. Okay. Perfect. 27th through the 29th. Love it. All righty. Okay. Uh, we, we took care of Mile Square Park. Ron, you want to touch up really quick on the Enterprise trip we just had? No, you go ahead. I, I, I took the day off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, we were all on the boat. We had a great time. And, and, and as always, you know, uh, uh, Andy, Captain Andy and the crew, they, they do a great job. And uh, Don Ashley, thank you very, very much for what you do for us. Right. And uh, But it, it, it was fun. It was Yeah, a, I mean, it, we partnered time. up with, uh, we used this particular trip to help raise funds for Fishers of Men West Coast. And that's to buy shoes. In fact, um, Jack was able to confirm that a lot of shoes were being bought. Okay. So um, a lot of fun. Uh, thanks, Don and Paul. Uh, they came out. Anybody else? You, uh, Dan Brady was out there. Um, uh, Brad. Sanders, yeah. Yeah, so there, there was there was a lot of guys, some new guys we've never met before. That was kind of cool as well. I think so my dad, Tom, went with your you, dad, Your and dad Mike. was there, and Mike. So mm-hmm. um, it was really good to see them. And um, it's just a great way to raise money. That one, the Enterprise, three-quarter day. It was a little more extended than three-quarter day out of, a, out of uh, Pier Point Landing. Okay. Uh, fishing was, uh, was tough, okay, but there were fish there. Okay, I, I won't say it. I won't say it. Don't call me that name you called me on the way home. <laughs> yeah, Ron wasn't too happy with me. Okay, but we did get one the notable one bluefin, one nice yellow, and, and, and we'll call it that. I won't tell you who caught the yellow. I won't tell you who caught that yellow, Tony. It was me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we'll be back. Hey, we're going to take our, our first break, come back with the sheriff, and I'm sure we'll talk about some fish from Freedom Boat Club because that was on there as well, so we have something to talk about. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Anger Chronicles. We'll be right back. Together, make the sparks ignite, and the thought of loving you is getting so exciting. Skyrockets in flight. Welcome back to hour number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. You know, I usually give a big, big, big preface, but he doesn't need it anymore. I'm talking about the sheriff, the man, my Huckleberry. All right, you like that? My Huckleberry. Huckleberry. That's from Tombstone. All right. And uh, I can't say, I don't know what to say about him anymore other than he's the man. The man with the plan. Remember, I didn't shoot the sheriff, nor the deputy. (laughs) It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Danny Jackson. Um, Maybe you can do something about these angels, my friend. Danny? 
Hey, well, good morning. Yeah, we need to do something about the Angels. You know, the problem is we got a one-man band and and show uh, Otani and Showtime, and uh, we need a, we need a couple more, and we could we could get someplace. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, good morning to you, Sergio and Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, Tony Williams, Andrew Mack. He's still on the line there. Great show going this morning, Sergio. Appreciate I'm it. Glad you guys had a good trip on the. Uh, Enterprise yesterday, boy, that was a that was a big yellow, Sergio. That was a dandy. I knew you would appreciate that because you love oh, yeah. yellow. Well, you know, it, it's I've said since I was probably nine years old. It, it's my favorite fish uh, to catch, to watch in the water. Uh, you know, they fascinate me. They still do, and they, they really do. Well, I just before I forget here, I want to let your listeners know Nacho's Barge, Richie. I told him I would let you know. Nacho's Barge does have sardines and anchovies for the weekend. And, you know, I was out of Freedom Boat Club yesterday, and the bait is just, it's phenomenal. It's really good bait. So, Let, let me um, stop you there because this is important. Yeah. All right. Um, guys, I, I know everybody has been honed in the last few years on, on sardines. But I looked at some fish, some of the tuna, and they are biting small bait. So my recommendation is almost to switch, uh, uh, I hate to say it this way because they're not here, but albacore style, where you might want to go with a number four or a number two hook matching the anchovy because you're going to get some anyway in, in the bait. So you, you say they're mixed, right, uh, Danny? The, yeah, they're mixed. They're so mixed. so yeah. gra grab the good one. Remember you hook a, an anchovy different than you would a, a sardine. I know a lot of you guys haven't seen much of an anchovy in the last few years, but you hook them from the bottom of the mouth. It goes up through the top of the nose in front of the eyes, okay? You, you literally close their mouths, okay? I would recommend, too, uh, maybe if you're having problems uh, casting because they are difficult to cast, you can put maybe an eighth of an ounce, maybe a quarter. Try to do as little as possible in a sliding egg sinker and get them out there because... Uh, the, these tuna are on small bait. They're not on the big sardine. You get them on sardine, it's, it, it's occasional. Okay, so that's a good thing to have in your tank, Danny. And bass love them, well, by the way. You know what? That's that's very good advice, Sergio. Uh, of course, I, I grew up with, with anchovies. I mean, sardines were just a once-in-a-while treat, mm -hmm. you know, many years ago. And for the last, I don't know, 20 years, I suppose, it's been mainly sardines. But it's nice to see the the anchovies back, and it really is. Um, yeah, anyway, great show this morning. I heard, um, uh, um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Happens uh, to me all the time. Rick? I, <laughs> Lake Elsinore. Okay. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Skinner, Oliver Skinner. Okay, I'm sorry if mm -hmm. you're listening, Jonathan. I apologize. He mentioned... Uh, a mariachi event at Lake Elson, I believe he said October 16. Well, you know, I might just be there for that and get Rachel and her family, Carrie and her family, and, and we'll go see that. You know, we all love mariachi music, you know, and it, it's amazing how much I do love that music. I don't understand the language, but I do understand the music. You and, know some of the uh, words. I had you singing in well, <laughs> Ensenada. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know Cielito Lindo pretty good. So, <laughs> but um, but but I, I I love that kind of music. Anyway, uh, so we'll try to plan on on being there. Um, let's get right into tomorrow's show, uh, Sergio. That would be fine. 
Um, we're going to go back and take a look at, um, actually, this is one of the first shows we did. Uh, believe it or not, we're in our eighth year of uh, production. This was in uh, uh, 14, 2014. Anyway, it's Border City Bonanza with Captain James Nelson, uh, San Diego Harbor. You know, I know everybody's fishing offshore now, and, and, uh, and, and rightfully so. But this, is, this, this episode is a good tutorial on anyone who wants to fish, you know, the private boat on the inshore uh, bays and estuaries. Captain James Nelson, of course, he's, he's uh, the real pro there, uh, licensed guide, local expert. And we had Tony Williams on that trip, Sergio, bite on, and I'm sure Tony remembers it. We, we, of course, we caught the spotted bay bass and, and sand bass, as you always do. And, and yeah, Diego well, bay. remember what, what we set out to do. We set out to investigate San Diego Bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did it. we've done another episode on Mission Bay, but this was San Diego Bay. And we got everything. In fact, we even took it to a secret spot for the bonefish. Bonefish, super, that's what it was, yeah. Super light yeah. line, super light line. One of the best trips I've ever had down there. We were not allowed phenomenal. to mention uh, the secret bait, the shrimp. Don't mention the shrimp that was a secret bait. <laughs> but it was, it was a lot of fun, light line, spinning outfits. Um, you guys played and they play, you guys played a trick on me. You know what they did? They backed off on the on the drag. So, I mean, I, I'm turning, I'm turning, I'm turning. Nothing's happening. And, and then I realized what they did, and they were laughing. But anyway, um, a lot of um, cool information, and if you have, I think this is a perfect trip. If it gets ugly outside, you want to stay on the inside of fish. It, it, there's everything from calico bass, sand bass, a whole bunch of different sharks, bat rays, bonefish. Uh, you can get some barracuda in the same area. I mean, all kinds of great fishing uh, without you know going to the washing machine sometimes. Okay, you everybody heard Rick yeah. said it's kind of been it's been kind of rough out right. there with the moon change. Uh, in fact, Ron, it wasn't perfect on on Thursday either going to the island. It was a little rough. Hmm. <laughs> not, not, I, not a little. It was. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah. thinking of going, make it going across on the center console. There's no way I would have done that. Really? Yeah. yeah, I mean, on, the, I on a bigger home. boat, it's good. All right, um, but yeah, no. Once you leave the protection of the island, yeah. you, oh boy, some city blues. Yeah. So anyway, so Border City Bonanza is a great, great episode, yeah, it, and it, it, and Captain um, James Nelson still guides. So uh, you welcome. Oh yeah, you know, the, I've got his contact information there. You know, I I really enjoyed putting this show together, and we had um, perfect weather. We caught everything, honestly, and mm-hmm. I love fishing the San Diego Bay. Always happens been out with uh, James a couple of times since then. So, anyway, that's going to air tomorrow at 8.30. First of all, at 8 o'clock, we get one last look at Big Bear Lake. And then at 8.30 uh, and five times this next week, you will get to see, our viewers will get to see Border City Bonanza. And, you know, Sergio, I was looking at, we've got a lot, we've got like 10, uh, with what we've shot and what we have yet to shoot, we've got like nine or 10 episodes, brand new programming coming up here in the next few months so yeah. uh, everybody can look forward to that i think the next one's going to be tuna wars six mm-hmm. so yeah uh, and, we're looking and forward to that we got tuna wars and then i'll probably um we'll do the firefighters and we'll also do the lake elsinore the derby i think those will be the next three and and i ask for patience because it, i mean it's going to be almost back to back to back to back uh, new episodes, um, yeah. but we're still filming, and so we can't do everything at one time. So we're filming right. really hard right now. We're taking advantage of the window that we have, 
and we're just going to town. You, you guys are going to have an Alaska trip coming, I mean, uh, episode. We're going to have some of the East Cape. We're going to have Cedros. We're going to have, uh, uh, like I said, the Firemen, Lake Elsinore. We're going to do an episode out of Birth 55. That's to be announced. So maybe what we can do, Ron, is we'll do something special. We'll have invited guests to that one, and we'll, we will going to film a trip on the Victory and a trip on the... Um, uh, El Dorado. El Dorado, okay, and we'll do a little feature on the, and then the, what's the other boat? The bum, bum, bum. Mardiosa. The Mardiosa. Right. And, and then what we'll do is we'll yeah, go, right. we'll hit those three boats and we'll show everybody what can be done out of Birth 55. Okay, free parking, I love that. Yeah, right. And okay. you know, you, get, you uh, uh, I don't think you mentioned also the Ocean Odyssey. You got another Ocean Odyssey. Trip. Two yeah, Ocean two Odyssey. Yeah. Two, one that's two already ocean, in the can and one that we're filming on the two and a half day. So. You know, I, 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 I want right, to bring right. that up since you did, Danny. Um, I was on a trip, you know, last Thursday, and, and it was mentioned to me, guy, you guys got a lot of reruns. Well, anybody heard this little thing called COVID? <laughs> we didn't do much. And yeah. apologize no. to everybody, but, boy, we have a lot of new stuff coming out, and you're yeah. going to love it. No, so hang a, in there. What people don't realize is the restrictions that are placed upon us in the industry. So, you know, things have changed. We're taking advantage of the window we got before they decide yeah. to close it again. So uh, we're just taking advantage. And product is coming. So thank you for mentioning that, Danny. All right, let's talk yeah, Freedom Boat Club. You bet. Okay. Freedom Boat Club. Yeah, you want, I've got a new episode, yeah, uh, Freedom Ball Club. I saw Andrew yesterday. and Oh, oh, oh you know what? I'm glad you're talking about the episode. I was talking about your experience this week. But since you're talking oh, about oh. the episode, let me tell you who I who I put on the uh, on the noose, okay? And he said he was going to try, but I need you to help me coerce. I asked Mr. Steve Carson to come out, okay, and show on that episode the slow pitch technique, okay? And at the same time, go out on Freedom Boat Club. What yeah, you, right. Well, I, you what know, do you I, say? I talked with Steve not long ago. Well, he's right there. Let's, let's nail him down. We want to get him well, on we, this we, new episode. We didn't discuss the specific date, so we'll just work that into the future. That, yeah, that's, okay. a, that, that's, a, that's a politically correct, yeah, we'll see. Am I allowed to be Really? Honest? Really, Carson? <laughs> yeah. We're begging you, Carson. On the air, Carson. I'll come. I'll come and get you. <laughs> With gaffes. Okay. I'm not committing uh, anything on the air. Yeah, no. no, but I think I mean um, I've seen Ron enjoys his seminars. Uh, I've seen him give talks, and I can just imagine the wisdom that he could impart. You know, especially on this slow pitch technique that a lot of people are not too uh, sure of, including myself. You know, I want to see it in action, and he says it's really good for rock fishing. Uh, so I was thinking, okay, we got a couple of spots, you and well, I, I. Yeah. Last week we had a um, um, a uh, Penn Fishing University trip out of Berkeley, mm -hmm. that is up in the Bay Area, and there was uh, we we had a lot of hype. I, I got to admit, I kind of got caught up in my own hype on that one um, with the newly um, opened depths. Captain James ah. Smith, who's been on the show. Uh, had some spots that he had literally had not been fished in 20 years. Well, listen, hold we on, hold, just... Steve, hold on to that. I got the music. Let's take a short break. I'll come back and we'll finish that story. And then I want to hear right. about Danny's day on the water. Hey, guys, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and we're Chronicles. We're back.
Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AM 830. There's a point on a western you like that song? Oh, I love that song. I think we've all met a brand. Oh, I have a niece named Brandy, and she is actually named after this song. Okay, but I'm not talking about that, but I've met a lot of Brandies. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too in a glass. All right, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angry Chronicles, and we're back. And uh, we were talking to Steve Carson and Danny Jackson. We also have Andrew Mack. We have Tony and Ron and myself in studio. And very soon we're going to go up to... But we'll bring uh, Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. But uh, Steve, you were you were finishing up. Oh gosh, Steve. Okay, you're gonna hold on that. Let me go ahead and bring Steve from uh, Long Beach Sport Fishing is calling in, and go ahead and queue up Oliver as well. We'll have everybody on the line. Uh, let me go to Steve from Long Beach Sport Fishing. Good morning, Steve. Hey, good morning, guys. How's everyone doing? We're doing morning, really buddy. good, brother. What's going on? Oh, no, they're not just. Some quick updates and reports for uh, for you guys. Uh, as most of you know, the El Dorado unfortunately has been down due to mechanical issues, but we are really hopeful we will be ready to go by the end of this week, maybe midweek. So you know, keep an eye on the website. Excellent. And we got the Victory. Victory's been fishing fishing local waters. Captain Phil's been doing uh, really well on the calico bass, sand bass, sculpin, a few barracuda. So they've been running every day at six a.m. and uh, our rock stars this week have been our six-pack boats. Uh, both the Martiosa and the Dreamer have been doing really well. Uh, we'll start with the Martiosa. They've uh, Captain Herman's been picking away at the nice yellowtail, the islands, and uh, offshore, a few bluefin here and there. And our top count for the week, uh, Captain Allen yesterday, they had six guys. They got limits of bluefin up to 50 pounds, four yellowtail, and 30 nice calico bass. And I do have – I did just put on the schedule – a day-and-a-half trip on the Dreamer, guys, Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, leaving Friday night on the Dreamer, doing a little bit of offshore slash island. Uh, so you can just go ahead and look through the website, longbeachsportfishing.com, click book online, or give us a call at 562-432-8993. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, Steve, um, how, one more time with the phone number and the website. It's longbeachsportfishing.com, and then you click the little book online tab on the top. Any issues, give us a call, 562-432-8993. Excellent. Anything else you want to say? Oliver, you want to say hello? Hey, Sergio, uh, 
There's also another number you can call when you call for Steve. It is 714-123-456. That is uh, Steve's cell phone number. <laughs> it's yeah. not, guys. Don't please, please don't call that number because you're gonna wake some one, some two, poor person. Three, one, two, three, four, 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 five, six. Somebody's got that number. No. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, let's not wake them up. So anyway, uh, Steve, thanks for everything you do. Uh, thanks for making the um, you know the booking and getting on the boats uh, more streamlined. I remember birth fifty five from back in the day, and it's been a, a very huge improvement to how things operate. Um, people don't understand it takes a lot to operate a landing um, and, and put everything together. So we appreciate you at Angler Chronicles and say thank you for Birth 55 and get ready, get those boats ready because we're going to do a couple of more episodes that we need some film time on the Mardiosa, on the um, Victory, and on the El Dorado. Okay? Perfect. We appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you, everyone, and you guys all have a great day. Yeah, and I want to make sure that you understood there was absolutely there was no reference made whatsoever to frozen water. I just want to say that. <laughs> All, right, guys. All right, we love you, Steve. Take care, bud. All right, everybody, welcome into the to the fold here, Mr. Oliver Solis from Fishing Syndicate. So, having spoken to Steve and make sure that we got the information of the birth fifty five. Let me go back to Steve Carson so he could finish his point uh, fishing up in Berkeley. Yeah, I just wanted to, to say that, that we had some spots that hadn't been fished in 20 years all scouted out, and when we got there, the weather just was not going to allow it. So we literally could only fish in very tight to the beach, sheltered from the wind, in like 60 to 80 feet of water. There was just no way to go anywhere else. And we still had a pretty respectable catch with everybody on the boat, all doing slow pitch jigging, including a bunch of people that had literally never caught any fish of any kind on a, on a lure before. So for rockfish and lingcod, it's an extremely viable technique if you're down in Baja for Cabrilla, smaller grouper, uh, Pargo in particular. It's awesome. You know, for pelagic fish, it's, it's a situational thing. If you're fishing for tuna, if you're fishing for yellowtail, it's not always going to be the way to do it. But uh, it's, it's one more uh, arrow in your quiver, one more way to catch fish and have fun. All right. So let me go back then to Danny. And the reason we, you got on that tangent is because we want you to come out, show us a slow pitch technique or not. Basically, we just want you to have on an episode. I would love, you know, we've never gotten Steve on an episode, um, uh, Danny. No, and I would love to. You know, back in the old days, I did a lot of filming with Steve Carson, but uh, no, we haven't, Sergio, so uh, we've got that to look forward to. I sure hope so. Yeah, I told them uh, the episode probably won't be coming out until around Thanksgiving, so we've got all of September and October to make it happen, so right, right, hopefully he true. can squeeze us into his busy schedule. <laughs> but, but anyway, Danny Jackson, you before he says anything, I'm going to move on so he can't say anything. All right, Danny Jackson, you <laughs> went to, uh, you hit the water this week, didn't you? Well, yesterday I was out of Freedom Boat Club, and uh, I had a friend that I promised him. He, he gets seasick, I'll just be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But I promised him we would stay inside the wall. We'd, we'd fish only where it's flat. And we went up and we tried some of the inside spots. You know them all, Sergio, and I'm right. here 400 and, and the like. And we did catch a lot of fish, mostly shorts. But uh, he's a very ultra-light tackle guy, largemouth bass fisherman, actually. So he had a lot of fun. So... 
it, it just shows you at Freedom Oak Club, there's, all, there's anything and everything you want to do. Right, and, you know, and, the, and I'm glad you, you mentioned that because the episode that we'll play this week is about a bay fishing trip we took with Tony. And remember, if you guys, you can do the same here in Long Beach, San Pedro, uh, all these harbors, all these things you can do. There's a lot of spotted bay bass. There's a lot of sand bass. Some of calico if you get closer to the wall in open water, but there's there's white sea bass. There's um, halibut. There's bat rays and, and a lot of mm-hmm. sharks if you want to play with. Um, uh, there's some barracuda as well. You may not get the size, but if you're looking to get some shelter, okay, from the from the from the ocean, especially if you want to take somebody else who's got a queasy stomach, this is ideal. And if you do go yes. down to San Diego or Mission Bay, remember there's two Freedom Boat Clubs. One, you know, one in right Mission there. Bay and one in in, in San right. Diego that you can partake in. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got a Good chance point. to go out to on Freedom Boat Club. Rhonda's birthday was last Sunday. Okay, she turned 29. So, um, boy, I'm, uh, I told her she turns 29. I, can, I, I turned 32. So we're good. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we uh, we had a, a really good day. We did. Uh, the, we got four bluefin on the boat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I have pictures. Sorry, uh, four Tony. bluefin. Yeah, I'm not taking pictures of, of, of uh, sunsets. Uh, <laughs> Ron, would you tell him about the sunsets that he always gives? Oh, look at this great picture. It's always a sunset. They're no, really good pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it hasn't no, been but a we, park bench. We got, we got, we got some really, really mm. nice uh, fish. Uh, let me tell you the story on that one. I was not planning on it. Okay, so we we get. I went the long way. I started at the. Towards the 14, and notice I asked Captain Rick Scott the magic number. Um, I was looking for 72 hmm. degree water, and I had had it the week before uh, at the horseshoe, but I, I didn't have it at the horseshoe. All I had was 68 something, so I started pointing towards the 277. That's towards the east end of Catalina, so, uh, south. And I pointed that way, and I never got to 72. I got 71.5. And that, and I stopped on a couple of kelp. I think it was well, actually four kelps. I mm. trolled in, uh, uh, for a while as well. Everything dry, and I'm looking at Rhonda, poor thing. You know, it's her birthday, and she hadn't pulled on anything yet. Nothing had happened. I could see the island, and I said, "Honey, just hold on." Brought all the rods in, all the trollers, and headed that way. Mm. So we headed to uh, what I call the um, the Ron stop. Okay, that's Ron's favorite place. I we've had a lot of good experience there with Ron. And we get there, and I set up. She goes, she wants to try the hookup baits because yes, she prefers not to deal with with, uh, with baits. I said, oh, no problem. So I set her up with a hookup bait. Hmm. We're in about a 70 to 100 feet of water, not much, not a lot of current or wind. Um, and I see some worms come underneath the boat, you know, 15 feet and above. And I go, well, I took a sardine, threw it out, small hook, 20-pound test. Hmm. The right rod, okay, my bass rod, and I just figured, eh, you know, what could it be? A small yellow, maybe a little bonito, I'll play with that. Right. Well, 30 seconds, it gets hit, and it, it starts to, to, to peel. And I go, oh, Ron, I got a nice yellow tail here. So what do I do? I go, you want it? She goes, I don't take handoffs. <laughs> you see that, Danny? Wow. That, that's a, she, she, yeah, she's gotten like that. So she wouldn't take the rod, okay? And I said, okay. So I said, this too. That's it's a nice yellow tail. And as it was going, I go, it's a nice yellow tail, right? Well, I finally get color, and I said, wow, deep color. Mm-hmm. That's a big bonita. 
I mean, what would you think less than a hundred feet from shore? That's good. Yeah, I, I, I would have guessed. I would have guessed that at first. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Yellowtail first. Yeah. Then I'm seeing the the silver. You're thinking Bonita, and I said Rhonda. You know, this is this whatever it is. It's big. I said, so just hold the gaff. She goes, well, what do I do with it? And I go, well, I'll tell you what. At some point, I'm going to have to hand you the rod so I can gaff mm-hmm. the fish if it's worthy of keeping, you know? And then she goes, okay. So I, it comes up a little higher and identified as a bluefin. Wow. And I'm going, no way. And I scream, Whoa. no way. It's a bluefin. And I get it up to about, you know, a couple feet underneath. And I hand her the rod. We stick him, bring him on the boat. And I'm jumping up. And Rhonda, she goes, it's a tuna. Great. It wasn't a big tuna. It was probably about 20 pounds, 20 five pounds and and i'm jumping up for joy because of my happiness on the inside i mean this year i was able to put dorado and bluefin on the center console as the captain and that that's something that's going through in my head Mm -hmm. and i made a comment at this at taco tuesday this week you know i grew up like most of us and i think danny you actually had boats but i didn't okay and you know I, i i'm a good fisherman you know when somebody takes me Mm-hmm. But I wasn't a boater until now. And Freedom Boat Club has made it extremely easy mm-hmm. to do so. Like I said, I don't have to store the boat. I don't have to launch the boat. The boat is waiting for me. It's already fueled up. I just got to turn it on, mm-hmm. go get bait, and go get fishing, okay? Get get some fish, come back. And then when I come back, the easiness of not having to deal with anything. They right. actually helped me to my car. They washed the boat. So yeah. it's, it's Thank really you good. for going. I, 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 I gave you permission to go there, and thank you. Your captain seals have <laughs> definitely spot. got pretty amazing. Yeah, well, it got I pretty good. I love going out with anyway, you. Anyway, listen, I guess, Danny, you're going to have to hold on because we got to go take another break, and you're going to have to hold on, okay? I'm okay, holding you on. You got it. All right, it's Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and uh, who is this going taking us out? Uh, come on. Oh, a Mongo Jerry. Yeah, Ron Mongo always Jerry. on that. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Just do what you feel, speed along the lane to a town or a turn of 25. When the sun goes down, you can make it, make it good and live by. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. 
The perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles, and you guys got to stop singing when we're introducing the show, Tony. What the heck, dude? Anyway, let me, let me go wrong. back to uh, Danny and uh, Steve Carson. I told him not to sing. He's singing when I'm introducing the show. No, 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 I got no, no. joy well, to that, the world. That's a fun one to sing. That's a fun one to sing to. Joy to the world. You bet. Have you heard Tony sing? <laughs> <laughs> All no, right. I, I admit, it's not. I at least not. Ron knows how to sing. You know. <laughs> anyway, let me let me let me go to. Um, finish up on this. Uh, it was a fantastic. And yes, Tony, we caught four. But I will tell you this: we only hooked with a gaff two. The other two were released right at boat. Ronda and I don't eat fish, so uh, I knew two people that wanted the fish, so we took that. But uh, her, her highlight, and I didn't post a picture of her with tuna, although I did send it to, uh, to um, Danny. She got what I was jealous about. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I would have traded my tuna for what mm-hmm. she got. She got a 7.6 on the scale, Andrew Mack, the one that you, you gave me, okay, Put it on that, 7.6, okay, and I couldn't believe it, calico bass, okay? Um, that area is not necessarily known for big bass. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got some, you know, it's got some nice bass, and then you can get, you know, definitely some legals, but it's That's not. That's a monster. This yeah. is a monster. The funny thing is, uh, she, at one point, she goes, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. She saw all the, all the kelp, and she was freaking out because of the kelp. I go, you're and I go, and I look over there, and uh, Oliver is going to realize that she was on her bass rod, right? And I know that rod. So it's bent like she was stuck, except the rod would just, like, you know, jerk down a couple times. I go, honey, kelp doesn't jerk like mm. that. Hmm. And she goes, well, I'm stuck. I can't. Look, I turned the handle, and nothing's going on. I said, you got a bigger fish, okay? Mm. Now, when it moves its head like that, it, it's, it's you may be stuck, but it's moving its head. So I said, just lift. And turn. I go, let's do the whole tuna thing. And she lifted and turned, lifted and turned, and all of a sudden it started to come, going to come. And then I saw this massive thing, and I looked at it, didn't think of, we talked about this with Steve, I didn't even think about grabbing the net, okay? I just, I swooped down with my finger following the line, and he opened his mouth, and I lipped him in the water. It was almost like a freshwater wow. scene. And when I lipped him, I lipped him hard, and he started to shake. I'm bleeding in the water right away. I mean, this thing was just <laughs> cutting, dicing my... But I'm going, I don't care. And we just brought him on the boat to, to get this picture. And the fish was very, very safely released. And I will tell you that. Those of you that know me know that, yeah. I mean, you know, calico bass, I don't know. I just, I just love them. They're like my kids. Okay? So I like to, to let them go. But... Um, Seven uh, about 7.6. And I'm going, geez, you know, you know how long it took me? Uh, the, uh, Ron, I haven't seen a calico like that in probably four years, and that was in Cedros. Yeah, we well, that's, seen, that's where my I biggest mean, one came we've from. We've seen some yeah. fours, we've seen some fives, but not a 7.6. Yeah. Okay, so um, very, very cool. So that, Danny, has been the Freedom Boat Club. A lot of stuff's going on, and I implore anybody that wants to become a boater, um, the best way to do it 
is instead of going out and spending all this money, just I would just join the club, okay? Yeah, yeah. I was asked about that. God, it's so. Why would you even go at out this there? point? Yeah. I, well, look, I mean, I, I talked to Paul Hayes and mm-hmm. I talked to a couple other guys, going, you know, I think I just just join. They've dealt with boats, and it's it's always something breaking, always something wrong. The nice thing with Freedom Boat Club, you always are in a new boat because he switches them around. Mm-hmm. Maybe after a year and a half, maybe two years, they're done, and they're putting a brand new boat. Um, and then if something does break, you don't have to fix it, right, Danny? You don't pocket the money. You don't have to well, put. Well, Sergio, them... let me let me say this. You know, I've I've uh, I've had three three uh, boats in my lifetime, and. And when I got off the boat, I know I know that at the end of the day, when you're through fishing, you're not done. You got a lot of work. Trail it home and clean it. Generally, you're the only one cleaning it. And that was my case. But anyway, yesterday I was tired. I admit we'd been up early. We didn't get in till about two o'clock. I was tired. But you know, I got off the boat, grabbed my rods, went right straight to the car, and went, went home. And uh, that's that's just one of the one of the nice things about freedom. You don't have to worry about cleaning it, maintenance, like you say. It's very affordable. And and um, one other thing before I, I part here, Sergio, you say you were leasing bluefin tuna. You didn't know what to do with them. Let me tell you something. I told you, you could call me. I would have met you at the dock. And, you know, <laughs> me too. And, a, and, and you, of, of course. And you know what? A twenty. There's nothing wrong with a 20-pound, uh, any kind of a tuna. You know, in the, in the old days, before we got spoiled with these big ones, you know, in the last three or four years here, you know, I, I caught a lot of bluefin or Coronados that were like 12 to 15, I'd say. A 20-pounder, that would have been nice. And now a 20-pounder, oh, my goodness, there's only 20 pounds. Are you kidding? That's a nice <laughs> bluefin tuna, so... All right, well, you know, it's only 20 pounds based on what's out there. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. I do, unfortunately, I'm not as lucky as you. You just get off the boat and go. When I take Rhonda, uh, I get off the boat and go straight to Jack in the Box for the mandatory right. vanilla milkshake. And, uh, and Ron knows, too. You do it, Ron. And French fries. Extra crispy. Oh, yeah. oh, well, wasn't wasn't it me perfect. that introduced them? When we were driving, we now she's always like the combination right. of the two. We've always gotten a milkshake. She loves that, but yeah. But anyway, uh, great things, guys. If you're interested, that's the way to go. I love it. All right, Danny. Tomorrow, okay, okay. we've got the um, one more time. Captain James Nelson. Uh, borders, Border City Bonanza, San Diego with Captain James Nelson. With the star. 8.30 tomorrow morning. With the star and owner-operator of Bite On Fishing, Mr. Tony Williams. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Tony Williams. He got bet. his star on. And uh, he's got a star down on Hollywood Boulevard. That's you know? right. Okay. That's right. Absolutely. The star right. of the show. <laughs> the star of the show. All right, Danny, thank you, my friend. Okay. okay. Right, real quick. Uh, you bet. Yeah. My, my pleasure. You guys have a great weekend. All right, well, uh, Mike Blue, tra- travel safe. I'll see you this afternoon. And uh, everybody on the Helena, have a great trip today. They're listening right now. So. Oh, very cool, very cool. We'll say uh, hello to everybody on the Helena. All right, um, Andrew, you said you had something you wanted to share about yellowfin oh, yeah, tuna. So, yeah, go ahead. Yep, yep. I got, I got a few things here. Uh, huge shout out to Rick, uh, Rick Fishing, and Brandon Lambert. Uh, I saw that, and you're taking my thunder away. I was going to post them this afternoon, but it's okay. Go ahead. (laughs) They were on the Tornado. Let me me break your thunder. They were on the Tornado, duh. Okay, and Doug (laughs) Jurgensen took the actual photo. 
okay, and Rick uh, and Brandon, the, the good Casey Angler guys. And oh, and congratulations to them. They're finally getting their meetings back up. That's the other thing. SoCal Anglers has got their meetings up. Har Huntington Harbor, uh, I mean, the Harbor Rod and Reel Club as well. And Team 57 has their big um, uh, barbecue coming up, the, right. the, the Dana uh, Memorial. So uh, very, very cool. Anyway, go ahead. I just broke your thunder. See how that works, totem pole? <laughs> you're the root I of like the... it. Yeah, you're it's the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe... Okay, so, so Rick and Brandon and Doug, uh, they were on the Tornado yesterday. Uh, Rick... Uh, he boated uh, about six yellow yellow uh, yellowtail. Uh, Brandon boated uh, four, and then Brandon also got a nice uh, bluefin, uh, probably in like the 20, 20 pound range. Um, uh, all in all, uh, there was great fishing yesterday. Uh, they did have a couple bonito mixed in as well. Um, so from there, but yeah, definitely the uh, the Casey Angler meeting is uh, it's going to be the first official meeting at the Knights Hall in Col uh, Knights Hall of Columbus. Over there in Downey um, on September 13th. Uh, that's the Monday at 7 p.m. Uh, everybody knows the address there to check out Casey Anglers. Um, so again, finally, you know they they got. I, I remember uh, with the Knights Hall, you know, there's a big thing going on there where they couldn't have the meetings yet, and finally they fixed everything and everything's good to go. Excellent. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, that's going on there. So now, uh, I guess. I don't know if a lot of San Diego boats are doing this or if they're just starting out to do it. Um, a buddy of mine, Brandon Johnson, uh, was on the Pride yesterday, and uh, they actually got into some good yellowfin action. Uh, he said that they were fishing down there at the tuna nets, uh, and uh, they ended up boating 37 yellowfin uh, between 20 and 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he was saying uh, 20 to 30 pound of fluorocarbon with a hot ticket uh, size 2 uh, hooks. Um, there was uh, they were getting them on live bait. Uh, they were also getting them on uh, uh, Katy Perry uh, Colt snipers, and also a couple on on, uh, on surface irons. So I mean, definitely some good fishing uh, going on. You know, a little bit south. So I don't know if that's going to be a trend that's going to start happening. The yellowfin, but uh, from the sound of it, they, it, it looks like a couple boats actually got in on that action yesterday. I think it's temperature. It's temperature, water temperature. Yeah, yeah. the hotter the water, the more yellows. Yellowfin and more um, Dorado. The cooler uh, you'll get the bluefin. What did we have I, last week when we went out on the uh, Sunpun? That was in the 70s? We were in the 70s. We in the 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a very good... Uh, yeah, we got on a couple patties and it was just, uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, we got Dorado. Uh, what, did we have Yellowfin? And, or was it Yellowtail? Yellowtail. Yellowtail. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, the U.S. Treasury, too. Remember, Ron? Right, and somebody, oh, that's right. Yeah, but that's there was right. a couple people that didn't get anything, but we won't mention names, right, Andrew? Oh. <laughs> that's well, what, hey, <laughs> but guess what? Like I said, it happens. I didn't get a single fish. I didn't even get a bite okay. on the Enterprise. So, 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 just pay attention, and I want you to understand <laughs> that the other commander, okay, <laughs> said. <laughs> That you're not coming above six feet. I was going to say it was bring you up to three feet instead of six feet under the totem pole. And the other commander, Ron, said, negative. He caught nothing. Negative. <laughs> so, a wimbo way, a wimbo way. That's what you're going to get. And Tony, never poke a sleeping bear. That's right. All right. Again. All right, guys. We'll take another short break. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K LA. We're brought back. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 
Hills Radio, AM 830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 30. Welcome back here. It's a sweet emotion. I, don't feel, I feel good. This I'm totally awake this Saturday. It's really cool. There's Angels Radio, AM 830KLAA, the Zangra Chronicles. This will be this last segment. So let's uh, bring everything around. I want to talk about so many things. Never got a chance to do so. So, um, oh, well, that, 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 that's the time limit. Ron, we've got a trip coming up you want to fill? Well, yeah. Actually, I, as we were sitting here, I just had a cancellation for the um, uh, tornado that leaves uh, Tuesday night. So, uh, one. give me a call. So we got one Area spot, code right? Seven one four, yeah, seven one four nine six nine nine seven five zero. The tornado is uh, pretty much coming back with um, yeah a lot of yellows, there, and yeah. these are not little yellows. They're they're, they're decent sized right. yellows with an occasional uh, tuna mixed in. So, and then um, the only other trip that we have to mention out here, we do have our friends back in Davy's Locker. We have a twilight on the Western Pride in October. That's so. our trip. It's our trip. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to guarantee you that that one will be limited to 20 people. If you guys don't know what 20 people on the Western Pride is, that's like I won't huh. see you the entire night. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's basically it. Uh, you want uh, you know is what month is it in? It's October fifth. October fifth. Why don't we call it like almost like a pre-Halloween? We'll do something crazy. Maybe a rock and roll night. Maybe we can bring some music out and just you know pound the music. Maybe we'll call it a special rock and roll night. Okay, and we'll bring some music and stuff like that. So we'll we'll figure that out. Or but we'll announce it here. We still got a month to figure it out. I, I do want to say this. I just got a, a, a an email here from Daniel. I'm not going to give you a last name, Daniel, but he, he said, do you ever have any extra bluefin tuna? They were easy. They'll take it off my hands real mm-hmm. quick. Okay, Daniel, you got it. All right. Um, having said that, uh, let me see. The only other thing I want to talk to, I've got Oliver here. Oliver, um, you've got some new rods. I've been trying them out, uh, the Inshore series. I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed, just like I was early on. Um, the one thing I will, there is a difference between the inshores versus the regulars and and i found it out okay and um do you want to have you felt the difference now oh my god yes okay and um you know it depends what you're fishing for you know i everybody knows i love yep, yep. i love my bass fishing and for bass fishing i'll always have 
the bass rod, but the inshore series is really a game changer. From the XL to the medium, right? Uh, do you have a medium on that, or is it, I don't know, there's like four of them. Well, so there's a, yeah, it's XL to medium. Uh, we are already producing the XL in the line. The medium, uh, you have one of uh, 10 uh -huh. pieces that we built. Um, you know, uh, I think you, you got a nice fish on that already, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in, in fact, um, you know, on the XL, I've been having a blast on because I put 10-pound test that went down to a size 200 Okuma, you know, size. And um, I took them to my uh, Jurassic Park, and I've been putting the big bass on that on 10-pound test. And, you know, when you go that light, uh, the chances of break it, breaking your line is a lot, a lot, a lot more. I mean, more, more, more possibilities. But the way the, the rod forgives, okay, it allows that extra cushion. You know, Steve and I talk about, you know, how, you know, some people like to put monofilament, you know, it becomes somewhat of a, a shock absorber between you and the fish. I don't like it at all. I like the rod to do the work because then I can have the feel. That's why I fell in love with your composites, okay? The composites, the L, the M, the H, um, they bend where they're supposed to bend, and they're stiff where they're supposed to be. And so that little change, going from a, I used to go full graphite to composite, that's where the forgiveness happens, and then the rest of it I take care of with drag, okay? So if your drag is set correctly, you're good to go. But uh, the inshore ones, uh, um, which ones are actually available right now? The uh, XL 1025 and the Light 1530 are already available uh, on the website at the shop. So, um, you know, perfect rods for you to uh, fish the wall, fish uh, the kelp line. Uh, on that light, 1530, if you're fishing 20, 25, mm -hmm. and you happen to hook a yellowtail or a sea bass at the kelp line the way it happens here in Southern California, uh, you stand a good chance. Um, you know, you can't horse it in. You can't be high-sticking that rod. You can't be uh, uh, pulling too hard. But if you know how to finesse a fish in, that rod has got what you, what you need. Oh, no, absolutely. And I'll tell you, the XL, you know, I, everybody knows I fish. <laughs> I guess it's almost like per, my personality. It's always on the on the, on the the edges. Um, but I fish 10-pound test, and um, getting bit is so easy. Uh, and then you got to hold on. And like you said, you can't horse these fish in with that type of gear. It's more finesse. If you know how to, if you know how to fish 10-pound test, for calico, you know, that's the perfect rod. There's uh, at least three of you. You're one of them. Uh, Steve uh, Kelp is another. And then Joe Sarmiento, same thing. Uh, Joe Sarmiento takes that XL uh, to fish the bays or to fish uh, salmon. He's already caught salmon up north. Uh, it's, fishing, perfect uh, up salmon, the, uh, it's perfect for salmon. It's perfect for salmon. It's very forgiving, you know, very, very forgiving. You know, I, I, I for being for being graphite, right? For being yeah. graphite, it's it definitely got a nice, nice, uh, a bend, nice to bend to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think on, on that one, if did I, well, I, I know I've caught something big, something I shouldn't have. Okay, and um, it was fun, but I, I you take took a the. You fishing, didn't you? I'm not. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that, Your Honor. I have, deny it, right? I have no well, we'll I have no recollection of that. Well, Rick, we're fishing six pounds. That'll give you an idea. <laughs> All right. So yeah, no, I. You know, and, and here's the thing. You know, I know I fish uh, these rods, um, these reels, uh, the tackle, 
way beyond what I should. Okay, I don't recommend it. I do it because I want to see how much I can get away with. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, I, I don't keep the fish, so it's not a for me. It's not about you know boating a fish. For me, it's the fight. It, it, it's the action. It's what's going on. So it, it, it it's different. Okay, I I really enjoy that fight. You know, a lot. Of, that's why you know when it, when it gets to you know these big two hundred plus tuna, I, I, the, the enjoyment goes away. It becomes work. You give me all the 60s, 70s, all day long, mm -hmm. you know, up to that is great. I mean, the Yelltail, uh, um, Ron, the Yelltail we caught on Thursday, that was a lot of fun. I, I wasn't planning on that. I had it on my bass rod, okay? So I had my bass rod, you know, the, the 710H, you know, and you know what? It could handle it. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was a bigger fish. It weighed 28 pounds weighed okay i mean if i would have looked at it, i would have said 30 35 no it's 28 that's why guys if you don't weigh it don't say it we actually <laughs> weighed it on paul's so, mostly, yeah so above all sergio i'm an angler myself you know I, i'm not doing this as a big corporation just trying to put out products i'm just going to get well marketed and you know no pun intended to any any company uh you, you go into business you got to do that right we do our share of marketing uh here i am talking to you on the radio but, you know, above all, I'm an angler. And the one thing I, I like to do is, is to have rods that are going to uh, be able to use, you know, in, in various scenarios, right? Uh, you can't carry 10 rods all the time. So if you could carry two to three rods that could cover different applications, different fisheries for you, um, makes it easier. Um, you know, and for some... It's not about the money. It really just becomes about how many rods you really want to take with you. Um, you know, that 17 age that you love, uh, you've got spotty bay bass, halibut, sand bass, calico, sea bass, yellowtail, and tuna. Uh, and then you went and got rooster fish on that down in Baja. So a rod like that, you know, um, it, it's just going to make it easier for traveling purposes. And heck, if you can't afford to buy 10 rods, you know, these rods, you buy one of them, you're going to be able to cover multiple applications. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I'm down at the, I'm down at the bay right now, prototyping some baits, fishing for spotties. Um, in case you, in case you, you heard that seagull in the background. What seagull? I heard crickets. Okay. I heard crickets. Nah, it's all cool. It's all cool. I, I just want to say, um, it's a, Actually, it was a, it was a blue jay. A blue jay, yeah. <laughs> it was, as it runs left, it was, see, it was flying over the dock. It wasn't Thought over at Tony's sound house. Found it hey, uh, Ron, I mean, you, you and I fell in love with these rods from day one. Uh, it's the only thing we fish. Um, we're getting ready to go to the Ocean Odyssey. We're getting ready to go to the Cedros and then the East Cape. And that's all we're packing. And, you know, yeah. the nice thing is, look, look at this. We went to Alaska, okay? They have a limitation on how many rods. We have the same problem at Cedros. Mm, right. So you need to find a rod that can do either way. And I tell Ron, hey, we're fishing for calicos and yellowtail primarily. So I'm, you can take four. I'm taking two bass rods and two rods that can handle the yellowtail. Because in case something happens to one, you've got the other. Right. Okay. But you know what ends up happening? I take the bass rod, okay, and I see the yellows, and I can't control myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll switch one of the bass rods with, say, a, an open face reel instead of a bait caster and go to town mm -hmm. okay and now you have it and now now that 710 h is rated 25 to 40 am i right oliver 
Yes, sir. Yeah, so yes, you, sir. it gives you, I, I can fish 30, very, very comfortable. Okay, and there are some um, some of the lines, I used to use Blackwater a lot, but I can't find it anymore, but 35-pound uh, test, you can do that, that's ideal. Okay, but 30 you can get away with, and, and I, I'll go as low as 20. Okay, now, what I would do on the smaller reels is put, what, what do we put on our 300s? 40 pounds? I think I put 40 pounds. Yeah, well, I've gone as low as 35 pound, but 40. No, Spectra. How, what, oh, what, Spectra, yeah, 35. 30, 30 or 40 pound Spectra. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I put 35, yeah. but, yeah. Okay. Don't use don't use 50, whatever you do. I, I, I guarantee hmm. you're going to have a way better time using 30 or 40. Right. On that rod and that in a small reel. Yeah, 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 exactly. If I have to go to 40 right. or 50 pound test, then we we'll go up in size. Um, I love the M. I mean, the, I, I, you always say that I undersize the reel to the rod. Right. Okay. But I, for example, on the M, which is rated 20 to 50, reminds me of the old days, the Calstar 670. You know, that was our bread and butter back in the day with a pen four rod. You know, and I used to, Steve, I put the uh, Yellowtail Special on it where you, you would take the, um, one, I have one with the Tiburon plates and the other one with the Accurate, and it was just really thin it out like an arrow, and you change the handle, and it was just, we thought it was it, you know? <laughs> um, and, and things have changed. So that 800M composite takes the place of that mm -hmm. 670, the 20 to 50 range, but I fish it with a 500 narrow, right? Hmm. And, and and you always say use a 600 narrow. The 600 narrow I don't use until the H, and then the XH and the XXH I have the 800 narrow. But well, um, well you know, I started uh, here recently. You know, I, I I've really narrowed down the amount of rods I've taken. I used to take seven, eight, and I, you know what? With what Oliver's Oliver's done for us is. You know, I take the light, medium, and heavy, the 800, and then I take one bass rod. And that's everything you need. That's everything you need. And so four rods, yeah. four rods. And then you can match the reels up. That's it. Right. Four and rods. And if you're young, and if you're young, you need a chick stick. But that's only for those 20-year-old kids, right, Virgil? Yeah, yeah, unless you want to hurt yourself. <laughs> I have no idea where you want to hurt yourself. Steve, when was the last, yeah. time, you, when was the last time you threw out a 10-foot jig stick? Uh, probably the first week of August. That's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you catch on it? What'd I catch on it? Oh, yellow tail of decent size. Uh, and how'd you feel? I felt great. I, as far as I know, I'm the oldest guy still throwing 10-foot dig sticks. Now, for everybody listening, I want you to know Steve, that when, when Steve gets off those 20. trips, when he gets off those trips, instead of getting in his car, he gets in an ambulance. <laughs> well, they will cheer him to the ambulance. <laughs> no, no. Again, you know, uh, if you're like Steve, there's a certain technique. If you do the technique, everything's easy. Nothing exactly. hurts. Mm -hmm. Okay, but for the majority. What happens is those longer rods will hurt you. That's what we say for the younger younger guy. Deckhands adore those rods. I can't do okay. it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, hey, I'm, I'll Sergio, stay with the eight-footers. Sergio, by the way, it would be so great to see Steve, no pressure, with you and Danny doing that slow-pitch episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, 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 would, I would pay to see that. Uh, I don't Did know you hear that, Steve? Yeah, I don't know if you were listening, Oliver, but I said I'd drive down and get him. I, I heard that. I've been, I've been listening to the entire yeah. show from the, from, the, you know, from the beginning. Carson, um, they're putting the pressure on you. No pressure, that. Steve. Yeah. No, no, no. No pressure. I'm a nobody. Yeah, you know? yeah. No pressure. no pressure. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it would be great. Yeah, that would be really, really fun. Uh, Steve Carson, did you get that? 
Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cricket. Yeah, no, no, but it's good. So, um, Carson, we got about 30 seconds to go. Um, I wanted to get into some more stuff, so we'll do that next week. Um, there's a lot of good stuff happening, and this is a great time to start changing some of these techniques. And I, I actually want to come to you if you don't come to me, and I want to go side by side with you so you can teach me the slow pitch. I got to see it. You can explain it to me, but I just Absolutely, need to yeah. see it. I want to learn. And yeah, he's got some videos out too, but I want to see you actually in action. That's why I keep pushing you. And you know, I love you. I don't push you to be mean. I just uh, it, there's just so much to be gained to see you teach. All right. So, Steve Carson, thank True. you for everything you do. Andrew, Oliver, Tony, Ron, thank you. Thank you, everybody out there. And you know what? We started the show this way. Remember our fallen. I love you all. Be kind to one another. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles. <laughs>